This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, good morning, good morning, good morning. Spring is springing away (laughs) although i keep talking to people who are getting snow and things like that nonetheless spring is springing away we've had our easter our resurrection and i don't know about you but i love easter and it was so potent in my energy field this year it still is boy i'm still feeling that strong resurrection energy And that is what I'm going to share with you this morning. So today we're going to look at Lesson 69 in the workbook and uh, talk about the cost of complaining, the cost of holding grievances and see if we can get some inspiration and motivation to let them go so we can be free. Of course, we already are free, but we can be free in our thinking, in our mind, and no longer trapped and held captive by our grievances. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. All right, so we begin with a blessing. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take that breath of love and gratitude with me. I'm so grateful and I'm so, so very, very, very thankful that we are together right now, transcending time and space. Forgetting the illusion, remembering the truth that sets us free. Taking this holy breath, we open our heart, we open our mind to an awareness of the unprecedented, unlimited nature of our true identity, which is perfect peace, which is perfect harmony, which is love. This is our true nature. This is our true identity. So we're releasing any identification with a false self, a limited self, a small and selfish self. We surrender that. We place that on the holy altar fire of God's love and we open our hearts and minds to the power and the presence of the unprecedented love that we already are. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes, sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. So our healing and our expansion, our awakening awareness is the the one great thing that we get to share with everyone because we're one with them. So this is one of the most powerful realizations I had. I had it in my late 20s that 
And it was, it's really exactly the same revelation, uh, and awareness that Jesus said when, uh, spoke of when he said, if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. If I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. So I had the realization that the only true gift I could give to the world was my awakening awareness, my willingness to stop complaining. At the time I was living in Manhattan and working in the theater, I worked at uh, New York Shakespeare Festival with Joe Papp and friends. And uh, it's true, there are many Jewish people working in the theater. It's a wonderful place to work. And uh, so uh, I was in that time recognizing the cost of my complaining the cost of my fetching <laughs> and uh, my whining and uh, because i was a complainer i was a whiner for a long long time i literally thought that my power to complain to kvetch to moan and groan my power to take offense Oh yes, to take offense that this, this was one of the great powers that I had to upset others with my upset. Yes, upset by the upset. That was one of the tools that I, I had in my toolbox of knuckleheadness. And so, uh, I, I saw that I could, I could upset people with my upset. And so I would use that because I was immature, spiritually immature and small-minded, and I didn't know what it was costing me. Yes. And so I lived in that suffering. Suffer no more. That's my... my uh, <laughs> That's my credo now. Stop the suffering. Suffer no more. And so I, when I first came to A Course in Miracles, uh, my favorite lesson has always been love holds no grievances. Lesson 68, love holds no grievances. And I'm going to dip into that, but we're really going to focus more on lesson 69. One of the things I've been doing is uh, I just got back. I was in Hawaii, Kauai, and I went there specifically to try and get a little space, a little energy space around myself in order to do some focused work. So people kept saying, how was your retreat? Well, it was a, a work retreat. So I got a lot of work done and that was good. And one of the pieces of work that I got done was recording the Course in Miracles workbook lessons. So I, I haven't recorded them all, but I got 50 done. And so I'm happy about that because I am in... uh development mode i'm working with a beautiful designer and we're designing a living a course in miracles iphone app ipad app and i'm sure it'll be available for the android as well we're going for the multi-platforms and it will be totally free this is my my gift uh that i'm putting together and uh i'm very happy about it so i'll be letting you know about that 
uh, be letting everybody know. And one of the things you can do is you can go to the Facebook page, Course in Miracles Pledge. If you search for that, ACIM Pledge at Facebook, you can join us and I'll certainly be announcing the free app there when it's available. And... I'm going to be uh, uh, taking your suggestions. What would you like? So I'll be putting out surveys around Facebook and places like that. Anybody who is in my email database. So remember, one of the things you can get for free from me, if you haven't already, is at jenniferhadley.com. You can get my free workshop This was a paid workshop. It was one of my favorites. People tell me all the time still. It's one of the favorites. It's called How to Get Over It. Get over it. How to Get Over It. Uh, So if you're having a challenge for giving, get over it. How to Get Over It is the webpage for you. And... uh, uh, that's available at the webpage. That's a download, free download for you at jenniferhadley.com. That's the webpage. So love holds no grievances is my favorite lesson in the workbook. It's just so yummy and so clear. I'm going to dip into that and then we're going to go to lesson 69. So lesson 68, love holds no grievances begins with You who are created by love, like itself, can hold no grievances and know yourself. To hold a grievance is to forget who you are. To hold a grievance is to see yourself as a body. To hold a grievance is to let the ego rule your mind and to condemn the body to death. Perhaps you do not yet fully realize just what holding grievances does to your mind. And that's the thing we don't realize. If we had one little tiny smidge of a clue what grievances does to our mind, we would drop them like a hot potato in a New York instant, not even a minute, a second. And that's what I'm training my mind to do. So the very second that I start to feel any little tiny bit of upset, just a little smidge of irritation, frustration, annoyance, and I start moving in my mind to take offense, well, how dare they? Oh, I can't believe... Oh, I notice now because of doing my spiritual practice day in and day out, of releasing all grievances, releasing all judgments, all opinions, the more I practice, the more success I have. It's such an easy, miraculous formula. Do the work and everything gets better right away. I've realized that Complaining, which is, of course, what a grievance is. Complaining ruins my life. It ruins my life. It sucks the life out of my life. It sucks the intuition out of my intuition. It sucks the insight out. It sucks all the good out. It's like getting a big, giant ego vacuum and sucking all the harmony and the peace and the wisdom and the clarity and the creativity and the freedom and the joy, all the connection to all those spiritual qualities 
right out of your life with a single complaint, a single grievance. It's that powerful. If you can begin to think of a single complaint, a single grievance, a single opinion even, as being a cloud like the, uh, what's that thing, that stealth bomber. Is that what that thing is called? Have you ever seen the stealth stealth bomber? It looks like something Darth Vader made. It's ridiculously big and black and ominous. The stealth bomber is. I've seen it. I many you many years ago, a long time ago, I saw it uh, flew over us. At I was at the um, Rose Parade on New Year's Day out in Pasadena. Which, by the way, if you can ever get yourself to the Rose Parade Tournament of Roses Parade uh, in Pasadena, California, on New Year's Day, go. Go, go, go. It's such an awesome thing, especially if you're like me. I love a parade. Parades are such uh, a display of unity. It always makes me weep. Oh, look at them all moving together in formation. Oh, it's so beautiful. So um, every single tiny little complaint, every little taking offense, every little opinion is like a giant cloud a stealth bomber moving over you and hovering over you blocking the light of the world in you perhaps you do not yet fully realize just what holding grievances does to your mind it seems to split you off from your source and make you unlike him now abundance 101 prosperity 101 teaching what is it it's that god is your source and infinite supply right don't worry don't fret god is your source and infinite supply right so if we're going to move into true abundance and prosperity unlimited niagara falls of abundance we have to understand that there's only one source only one supply doesn't come from people comes from god through people spiritual quality abundance and prosperity is omnipresent and omnipotent and the least little judgment will block it from our experience so you you literally if you're going to hold on to a grievance no matter how small it seems to be they spilled the coffee on my favorite dress when i was four years old i never got over it seriously blocks the light of the world in you And it might seem so challenging to ever think of releasing the grievances and giving up the judgments and the opinions, the blame and the shame. How am I ever going to do that? Well, that was the subject of my spiritual espresso, my daily writing today. The how and the now. The how is none of our business. That's what Michael Beckwith used to say. I love that. The how is none of our business. It's not your business how. And I have learned that to be true. It's such a good thing. You hear something, but if you don't learn it, you don't know it. It's just words, symbols, bumping around in your brain. So love holds no grievances. 
For he who holds grievances, this is paragraph two, denies he was created by love and has, his creator has become fearful to him in his dream of hate. Who can dream of hatred and not fear God? So if you treasure one little grievance, you're not going to know God. And people tell me all the time, I don't feel like I have a connection with God. I've been studying all these spiritual books and classes for decades, and yet I still don't feel connected to God. My simple question is, are you holding any grievances? And they they always respond with a couple of million. And so I say, well, there you go. Because our true spiritual nature, which is the I am that I am, which is the kingdom, which is love, is like a clear ringing bell. It's potent. It's powerful. It's pure. It's pristine. It's absolutely pristine. And if you're holding on to Anything that blocks your pristine awareness, like a grievance, like a complaint, like a shoulda, woulda, coulda, of course you're not going to feel a clear connection to God. You don't want to. You want to hold on to your grievance and your complaint. But the good news is you can put it down. How do you put it down? You cultivate the willingness to put it down. And this is what we're going to talk about in the next segment. So it's time for me to go to a break. We're discussing the cost of complaining. Are you working really hard to get ahead, to make something happen? You're trying to make it happen in your life. You're working, working, working in the visible world of form or doing what I call pushing density. Push, push, push. You're trying to make things happen by sending emails and making phone calls and getting in your car and driving all over town talking to people. That's the hard way to do it. You don't have to push density. But if you give yourself the right to complain, to moan, to kvetch, then you're going to be thinking Pushing density is for you. But at any point, you can change your mind. You start working in the invisible. That's what we're going to talk about after the break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You can go to jenniferhadley.com and learn more about me. Right now, you're listening to Unity Online Radio. Course in Miracles. Walk in the talk, live in the love. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're back and we're talking about Given up our complaints. I know. Like I said in the beginning, I thought for a long ta- time that they were my power because I had so much evidence that <laughs> I could torture people, make them run and hide from my judgments and my opinions. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So. 
Yeah, I'm not interested in doing that anymore. Not interested in doing that anymore. And so we're looking at uh, the lesson, Love Holds No Grievances, my favorite lesson, number 68. And then uh, we're going to go to 69. So I just uh, want a couple things here that are so beautiful to me because they're so true. The truth does set us free. It says here, It is as sure that those who hold grievances will forget who they are as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. I like certainty. I like when people give me a guarantee. I like that kind of certainty. And this is one of the things that I absolutely love about A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles is filled with guarantees. Jesus gives us guarantees all throughout. It is as sure that those who hold grievances will forget who they really are as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. That's quite helpful, isn't it? And then in paragraph four, he says, if you succeed by even by ever so little, there will never be a problem in motivation again. Now, one of the things that I know about most spiritual students is they are challenged with motivation. We're challenged to do our practice. We're challenged to do the work. We're challenged to forgive, right? Other things become more shiny, more appealing, more alluring to us than the actual things that are helpful. But Jesus promises us here that we're even just a little tiny bit successful. There'll never be a question of motivation again. And so I'm here to tell you that it's true. Now, in Lesson 69, it's entitled, My Grievances Hide the World of the Light in Me. My Grievances Hide the world of the Light of the World in Me. Now, think about this. How many people, I bet you can count a lot of them pretty quickly, how many people are looking for recognition for their talents, their gifts, how often in maybe in your Course in Miracles study group, you want to shine. You want to say, like the little kid in class, oh, oh, call on me. I know that. I know that. Right? I was like that for sure in many, many spiritual classes. I want to shine. I want to be recognized. I want to be noticed. And you'll, you'll hear in all those sentences, want, 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 right? I was needing all kinds of recognition, et cetera, et cetera. That, if you're feeling that wanting, that craving, craving, that needing to be loved, to be recognized, to be appreciated, right? How many times have you held a grievance because nobody appreciated you? Nobody recognized you? I did all that work and nobody even noticed. (laughs) I remember, when was it? Oh, it was about 12 years ago. I I, um, spearheaded an event at Agape, right? And uh, in, uh, in, uh, there was a recognition of the event later. And uh, Michael Beckwith was saying that, it was one of the most powerful events ever done at Agape, and nobody ever thanked me. 
Nobody called me up to the stage during the event. He didn't thank me after the event. Nobody even mentioned my name. And at the time, I thought, wow, like, this was my idea. I worked 40 hours at least. I dropped everything to put on this event. And he sang, it's one of the best events ever. He's weeping. He's so moved by it. But nobody's calling out my name. And I thought at the time, I guess this is where I am just grateful I was able to serve. And I sat there in humility, in gratitude, with a tiny grievance. And I noticed this is my opportunity to move out of that wanting, that needing, that craving of recognition, and to simply be here for God. This is how it happens. This is it. I could complain, but I'm going to take this as my healing. My healing. This is going to be it right here. So any place in your life where you've been holding a grievance or you've been complaining because people aren't recognizing you, people aren't appreciating you, it's time for you to recognize this is an opportunity, A, to have a healing around the needing and the wanting and the craving for recognition. The light of the world is in you. The light is the only thing that deserves recognition, and you are that light. So if you're needing, wanting, craving recognition, that's the ego. And the ego deserves no such recognition. Yes, we can recognize that the ego is operating in order to remove it from our choice. But to affirm the ego and its value is exactly what we do when we start complaining about not getting recognition, not getting appreciation. Nobody's noticing how fabulous I am. (laughs) So it's God doesn't miss a trick. And the most fabulous thing in the world for God to notice is your humility, your lack of needing and wanting and craving. Instead, your willingness to be wholly and completely satisfied with the kingdom which is within. Because when we can be satisfied with the kingdom which is within, then all else will be added unto us. It is a miraculous formula, and it is a great promise, and it is true. Because the more I live in that place 
of recognizing that the kingdom is within me, no one outside of me needs to appreciate or recognize me because there is nothing about my personality that needs recognition. There's nothing about my human experience that needs recognition. The only purpose here is for me to resolve and dissolve the sense of separation, the thoughts of lack and attack. And I am the only one that can truly recognize that and value that and appreciate that. And when I do, everything is added unto me. So what a giant waste of time and energy complaining about not getting appreciation and recognition is. When we're wholly loving, completely loving, dedicated to that pristine, pure awareness, cultivating the immaculate heart and the pristine awareness, then I'm telling you, no one will fail to recognize you. No one. You cannot hide the light of the world in yourself, except behind a grievance. But when you let those grievances go, the light of the world will be seen in you. My grievances hide the light of the world in me. No one can look upon what your grievances conceal, because your grievances are hiding the light of the world in you. Everyone stands in darkness, and you beside him. So when we treasure our grievances, our complaints, the shoulda, woulda, couldas, the thoughts of revenge, the whining, and we think, nobody's listening to me whine and complain. I must get louder. Wah, 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 wah. We are dooming ourselves, literally dooming, ourse- dooming ourselves to lack and limitation, to endless suffering. Because unless we're willing to change our mind about it, we're going to keep suffering. Remember, it is as sure that those who hold grievances will forget who they are. They are as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. So check this out. I can take a sip of my tea here. If you're focused on complaining, obviously you're not forgiving. What is true forgiveness? Well, according to true for, to a course of miracles, true forgiveness is the recognition that our life is an illusion. It's a projection of our mind, and that we're having this experience in order to see and feel and hear and experience in the physical realm our thinking. So it's projected out on the screen of our experience. All thought produces form at some level. In the first part of this episode, I'm, I was sharing about if you're complaining and holding on to grievances... 
then your life is going to be like pushing density. You're going to be trying, laboring in vain to make things happen according to how you think they should be. But if you're working in the invisible, you're not holding on to grievances. You're choosing forgiveness. You're choosing love. You're working at the level of the mind, seeking first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. So let's see if we can make this really practical, because you know I love to do that. I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart and to turn within and take a breath here. So let's take that breath and let's literally consciously partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. That's what I call the Holy Spirit, the I am that I am, because we're not separate from the Holy Spirit. We don't need to deify the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our own higher intelligence. Just like Jesus says, he is our own elder brother. He is not separate from us. We're healing the thoughts of separation. So we consciously invoke divine grace into our awareness now. Divine grace is always always operating. The kingdom is always within. But if we don't place our attention on it, we might forget And if we're holding a grievance, then for sure we've forgotten that the kingdom is within because our grievances are usually about the past. The past is not within us. The past is nothing. So I'm going to invite you to think of the number one thing that you give yourself permission to complain about. The number one thing, the number one grievance, whatever it is, could be against yourself, could be against something or someone in the world. Maybe it's against the president. Maybe it's against your family, your boss, your spouse, your neighbor, your body. What's that number one complaint against? What's the number one grievance? Get it really clear in your mind. This grievance that you hold blocks the light of the world in you. It blocks the healing of your physical body, of your financial body, of your relationships, of everything in your life. You cannot treasure the grievance and seek first the kingdom within. So if you're treasuring a grievance, you're probably going to be trying to make things happen in the world. Running to doctor's appointments, running to all kinds of appointments and making phone calls and Googling things on the internet, trying to figure things out because you're capacity to have true insight, your capacity to connect to divine wisdom, inspiration, and motivation is blocked by this Darth Vader-like, stealth bomber-like grievance that is hovering over you and blocking the light of the world. 
No one can look upon what your grievances conceal. So your grievances conceal the light of the world in you, not just from others, but from yourself. We, You have no clear perception of yourself if you allow yourself to entertain grievances about anyone, including yourself. Without clear perception, what are you going to see? You're only going to see your judgments and opinions. You can't shift anything if all you're looking at is the false judgments and opinions that you're cultivating and treasuring. Nothing's ever going to change unless you change your mind. How can it? So it says here, In paragraph 5 of Lesson 69, from where you stand, you can see no reason to believe there is a brilliant light hidden by the clouds. The clouds are your judgments and opinions, your grievances and complaints. The clouds seem to be the only reality. They seem to be all there is to see. Therefore, you do not attempt to go through them and past them, which is the only way in which you would be really convinced of their lack of substance. We will make this attempt today. When you pray, do you wonder if anyone is listening? What should and can you ask of God? Why aren't your prayers being answered? Prayer is a challenge for many of us. Now there's a new book that can help deepen your understanding. Based on his 35 years in ministry, author Jim Rosemurgy has developed a prayer and meditation practice called The Gathering. In just 40 days, The Gathering will become your foundation for a genuine, ever-deepening experience of God's imminent presence and unlimited power. You'll understand that God can't fulfill your needs, but your needs can be met. You'll see that prayer isn't something you do. It's something you experience. Explore Jim Rosemurgy's new book, The Gathering, a 40-day guide to the power of group and personal prayer. Available now at www.unitybooks.org. I will leave this world as it is. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God.
You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're we're really working on getting her done, aren't we? I mean that's that's the purpose of this radio show is to assist in getting it done. That's all I'm interested in. Because I've had such miraculous results employing these teachings of a course in miracles. Such miraculous results. I can't tell you, uh, I can't even begin to list the number of extraordinary, miraculous experiences, shifts, and changes in every area of my life as a result of simply practicing Lesson 68 and 69, the awareness that love holds no grievances and grievances hide the light of the world in me. I got really tired of hiding the light of the world in me and working so hard in the world of form, pushing density. The cost of complaining, I couldn't afford it anymore. I couldn't bear it anymore. It was too expensive. And so I decided to get her done. Get her done. Let's get her done. Let's clean up the mind. And so for me, I really, really treasure these uh these two two statements it's about the immaculate heart and the pristine awareness it really is open your heart and free your mind how do you do this we don't know how to do this but we know what we can do and that it works because we have a promise here in lesson 69 paragraph 7 it says you cannot fail. You cannot fail because your will is God's will. So when we do this practice of giving up our grievances, which gives us more bandwidth to share love, to be compassionate, to be patient, to be kind, to be generous, to be thoughtful, to be appreciative, caring, all the things that we would like to be, that we cannot fail. We cannot fail. One of the, the biggest tragedies in the world is I, I speak to so many spiritual students. What is their biggest grief? That they are not able to be more loving. That's the biggest grief for most spiritual students. That they know better, but they don't do better, that they give themselves permission to hold on to grievances and complaints and judgments and thoughts of lack and attack, and they pour their precious energy into them, self-destructing, self-sabotaging, and they feel they cannot seem to stop. But they can stop. They can stop. The thing is, when we're identified with a false self, with a small self, with a selfish self, we don't know who we are. We don't know our capacity. 
You just look at anyone who's totally identified with the ego. They're clueless. They're clueless. So here's the thing. You know exactly when, where, and how you're identified with the ego. Being identified with the ego equals being clueless. It equals being deprived. It equals the ultimate failure. Being identified with your true self, which already is the immaculate heart. It already is the pristine awareness. Anything less than the immaculate heart, the pristine awareness, is a total illusion that you have to energize with your thinking and your actions and your choices in order to experience. This is why you cannot fail because you're already there. You're already there. And it's, it's like, that's why we love the Wizard of Oz. Because in the Wizard of Oz, right, Dorothy, at the end of the story, she realizes, oh, I already have the power. I have it all. What, what does, what does the Tin Man learn? What does the Scarecrow learn? What does the, uh, Lion learn? They already have it. Right? The lion already has courage. He doesn't need someone to give it to him. The the tin man doesn't need someone to give him a heart. He already is a loving person. The scarecrow already has intelligence. You see? We're each one of the characters. And I would invite you just now to, to look at the characters in The Wizard of Oz and see which one are you most identified with. You know, Frank Baum, who wrote those stories, was a true mystic. A true mystic. Those are mystical stories, right? I went to see um, the, the great Oz movie with my goddaughter. And uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's great. It's full of good, fun stuff. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. Have confidence in God today. You cannot fail because your will is God's will. That is the truth of it. But if you're identified with the small self, the false self, the selfish self, you won't know who you really are. That's why your grievances and complaints, your whining, Hides the light of the world in you. What, what would you rather see? Your pristine awareness, your immaculate heart, or the person who's too fat, too stupid, too ugly, too selfish, too f- foolish, too whatever that you've labeled yourself. You notice that the ego is always labeling. Those are complaints. Those are grievances. Notice how tempting it is to label. Right? These, these little, each of these little things are what we choose instead of our magnificence, instead of our abundance, instead of healing the body, instead of, but we don't have to. We really don't have to. We can have amazing healing. And it begins today. It truly begins today. One of the things I'd like to share with you, <clears throat> this this came through on the break to share with you. If you've been listening to me for a while, and by the way, 
all of the episodes of this show are available at iTunes. You can get them for free. If you go to iTunes and search for Jennifer Hadley, that's me, you will find a load, a boatload of free stuff. I invite you to go and get your free downloads. Um, and also there's tons of free stuff at jenniferhadley.com if you go to my website. Tons of free helpful stuff, like particularly the free workshop right there on the homepage, how to get over it. And it's not too late to join me in my seven-week spiritual boot camp class. It, we're changing our minds. We're cultivating that pristine awareness. We're cultivating the immaculate heart, and we're getting her done. If you'd like to join us, people are joining all the time. We're just getting started. You'll get all the pieces, all the classes, all the videos, all the downloads, the transcripts, everything. And the workbook, everything. It's just, it's, you just follow along the steps. You'll be amazed at the healing that can happen. So one of the things I'd like to share with you here, we've just got a couple minutes left. I always recommend that people read the trust section. It's actually called Development of Trust. In the Manual for Teachers, it's page 10 and 11 in my copy of A Course in Miracles Manual for Teachers. Development of Trust, it's chapter 4, section A. And in here, it says that we have to give up everything that's not truly valuable. And so we can either give it up willingly or it will seem to be taken from us. It says right in the beginning here that we have to go through a period of undoing. This need not be painful, but it is, but it usually is so experienced. It seems as if things are being taken away and it's rarely understood initially that their lack of value is merely being recognized i call it the process of elimination on the way to illumination so if you would like to gently peacefully cultivate the remembrance of your pristine awareness and your immaculate heart you can and so it's you willingly give up your grievances and complaints and you start to recognize what has true value and what does not. This you can do. How do you do it? The easiest way to do it is to clear the clutter in your mind by willingly giving up the need for appreciation, recognition, the need or the wanting to hold on to grievances and complaints. Complaining makes you a crap magnet. Praising, appreciating, being grateful makes you a love magnet. What will you choose today? Will you be a crap magnet or a love magnet? Every minute of every day, you decide. So let's place our hand on our heart right now and take that holy breath of love and gratitude and be so grateful and so thankful that we cannot fail. That we can change our mind. That the pristine awareness and the immaculate heart of love is our true nature and our true identity. We give thanks for this and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You've been listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be with you again next week. Have a great week.